0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, before we uh, launch into this uh, homiletic uh, enterprise this morning, uh, we need to coach you on a couple of words and remind you of some things from your early childhood. Particularly if you're hanging around churches, you probably picked this up. Now, I could tell you where it is in the prayer book, but I'm going to test you first. If I say to you this line, then you have a response back as a result of hearing this line. Okay, everybody understand? You ready to go? Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Oh, well done. <laughs> well done. I, it's on page 43 in the prayer book, should you, uh, 42 in the prayer book, just in case you're wondering, but the coolest thing is I started looking at old prayer books around, scattered around the house and came up with uh, 1549, which is the prayer book of Edward VI, which is the first book of common prayer. And sure enough, there's what they call a Gloria Patri, glory to the Father. But their version, I think, is just the very coolest. It's glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be forever. Amen. And and the wonderful thing is, the way it's printed, is the ever shall be Is all one word, shall only has one L, (laughs) and ever is spelled E-U-E-R, but I mean, you know, going back to our roots, you know, that's (laughs) an important thing every once in a while. That's right, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever, or shall be forever, amen. Well, that's concept number one, hold on to that. Keep that right there in the forefront. The second thing I want you to look at, think about, remember is a word. And the word is prior. P-R-I-O-R. I called a friend of mine, dear, dear friend of mine, is a priest in Hawaii. Poor baby. And um, he, he's up in Kula, which is halfway up Haleakalā. And uh I always tell him, well, you know, that is a volcano. You know that. But he's a very bright guy and and remembers every word of every lecture of the three years of seminary that we went through. And I said, you know, this thing is getting me down about all these different religions claiming to be the right one. uh, Everything uh, about gender, you know, God is male, God is female, God is both, you know, on and on and on. It goes on and on and on. And my friend starts to laugh and he says, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't you remember what Dr. Nishi said in our theology class? I barely remember being there, <laughs> let alone individual words for an individual lecture. But Dr. Nishi pointed out, and then my friend practically gave me the whole lecture over the phone, God is prior God is prior to everything everybody every rock every tree every planet every comet every asteroid every molecule photon and on electron and on it goes God is prior Whew. Doesn't that lift a great burden off of you, having to get that all sorted out? I mean, you know, really, it's just, if God is prior to all of that, then, oh boy, that's very relaxing. Somebody must be in charge. Because out of nothing came something. In fact, out of nothing came a whole lot of something. Some of us are gathered here today. Out of nothing we came. Well, now we, okay, now that you have this vocabulary locked into your hearts and minds, we'll go forward now, but we'll come back to it. In the gospel, God, Jesus sent 70 people out to the towns and villages in the neighborhood, and he told them he wanted them to heal, and to proclaim the message, and above all, to follow the rules and use good manners. Did you notice that all the way through? It's a little primer of good manners to do. And if you're a little shaky, you can refer back to the gospel text. We printed it in the program for you so you can carry that as a guide with you. But the basic message was the kingdom of God has come near. The domain, the ruling of priority is in our midst. We are proximate to, we are close to, we are immersed in proximity. We are part of the creator and the creation. You know, people like Albert Einstein and Stephen Hawking and lots of others really are spending their entire lives and their huge huge intellects on simply trying to describe what is they're trying to describe simple little concepts like gravity huh? they're trying to describe other simple little concepts like time no, I don't get that one either. They're trying to look at what was prior. What was prior? And because of what the priority was and the one who was prior, what that one did, we have gravity, we have radiation, we have all kinds of things. You know, we forget that some of these are enshrined at the earliest levels of our scripture and are accessible to us and we just blow them off as little stories. But you stop and think for a minute. Okay. You've got Moses in Exodus. you got Moses. That's Sinai. you got all the folks at the bottom of the hill. He goes up the hill, right? What's up the hill? Burning bush, right? And... Uh, Burning bush says, hello, or something, (laughs) who are you? And Moses says something like, hi, I'm Moses, I'm from Egypt. And then they get down to the cases. And uh, Moses says, well, in a sense, I've given you my name. What is your name? What is your name? And the answer is prophet found the answer comes back I am I am well now if you stop and think for a minute in English we in lots of other languages we convey the meaning of a verb by using the infinitive to hop to leap to jump to love to all of those things in, in Hebrew and a bunch of other languages, they use the first person singular. What's the first person singular of the verb to be? That was a very shy response. What is it? I am, I am. right, I am. Or, to translate it another way, being, being, nothing exists. Without me, there is no substance, there is no existence, there is no life without me. That is being itself, you see. Now, we come to these questions which are rattling around the world at the present time. Which religion is primary? None of them. Because God is prior. God is prior. And God has given us hints in stories and history about his or her or its priority. You know, what is God's gender or which, which land is the holiest one? They all are. Mecca isn't any holier than Jerusalem. Or, as some would have it, Rome. Or, as others would have it, Marin County. Every place is holy because it was made by the Creator. You know, it really really gets down to sort of an elemental level when you think about it. You see, God's priority is in all things, all relationships, all places, all the doings of every creature on the planet. God is prior. It's our behavior that matters more than the beliefs we use to justify it. The priority of God is our guide. Now you've probably noticed the world is a mess, you notice that? Yes, I've noticed it as well. There are too many people in it. You know, we just figured out how reproduction works and just uh, have at it. And uh, there are more people around than the planet can really support in many ways. Certainly more than our human institutions can support. And so we have violence, we have cruelty, We have grasping and selfish sequestering of resources. We have a very little stewardship of the creation. Get a lot of argument back and forth. I'm a better steward than you are. I planted more trees. No, no, I'm a better steward than you are. I saved more fish. You know, and on it goes, on it goes. But, but, the 1400s in Florence had nothing on us. We are in the midst of another renaissance. We are in the midst of another rebirth. Think about it for a minute. There are new technologies that do incredible things. I mean, 10 years ago, if you had said, you had said that, I predict that everybody under the age of uh, 19, it's going to walk around like this. <laughs> Whoa. You would, <laughs> you would have been really on to something. We have new technologies. We have new products. We have new discoveries. We have new Cures. We are in the middle of another renaissance but we have to create a worldview that can encompass this spiritually as well as materially. Ha ha, I have more toys than you do. No, 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 that's not how creation works. That's not how creation works, it's not who has the most. It's who takes the best care of what is already there. You know, we're looking at a new approach to life. We're looking at a new approach to love and to relationships. And quite frankly, and we all know this, we all know this, this scares the daylights out of some people. I mean, this is a terrifying thought. Oh, my God. At least they start out theologically. Oh, my God, you're changing everything that I learned and that I grew up with. You know, it's, it's an interesting thing with uh, all this business about guns and all that stuff. You really, you really have to go back to the French and Indian Wars to understand where that came from. You know, and that French and Indian Wars made a lot of good sense because people were knocking on your door and then burning your cabin down. That was not a pleasant time for many. So we take a look at the frightened, terrified people in our midst. Look at ISIS. Look at Europe. Look at Britain. Look at, you know, a million and a half people voted to leave the EU in Britain, and when a quiz later said, What did you vote for? Well, you know, now I'm not sure. whoo Why did you darken the little box or put the X there then, if you didn't know? Well, everybody, all my friends did. Oh, well. You know, our political process, violence, fear, oppression are terrifying us. And you and I need to be strong. You and I need to understand Who's prior? You see, we need to take inventory every once in a while of our beliefs, our view of right and wrong. How can we love others positively? How can we each grow, each grow towards the light of our prior God? This is a process that has no end. As it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever, world without end. You see, there is no mess so terrible that it cannot be fixed with love, with understanding, with compassion, with discipline, with hope, with hard work, and personal dedication. You know, stop and think for a moment. Go back to our ancient, 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 ancient models. There were two groups of people, those that hunted and those that ate. If you didn't hunt, you couldn't eat. So that means you have to participate in the process of generating what you need in this life. And and are we lucky or what? There are people all over the planet at this moment doing exactly that. There are people all over this planet who are working to make this a better place. There are people all over the planet teaching and learning how to live more positively in creation how to more positively reflect our prior God. I mean, you look with great sadness on these two young girls that got killed in Bangladesh, for example. They're studying how to make a culture work in a third-world country so more people can get fed. They've given their lives to do that and they're sophomores in college, and that's what they're doing, one from Berkeley, one from... um, Emory College back east, Emory University. You know, it's just, but they're still doing it. Thank God. People are still doing just this thing of looking at how to make this a better world. Well, I think I've disturbed you enough for one day. Tomorrow is the grand and great and glorious fourth. Be careful. Drive carefully. That's the most dangerous thing you're going to do. And uh, for goodness sakes, don't play with the fireworks in West Marin. No, no, no. We have too much dry grass. God love you all. Amen.